Welcome to the Tales from the Group podcast, a podcast set in the 80s that follows three kids on a quest to uncover the truth about a mysterious machine called the Loop. My name is Tyler Linden, and I play Wesley Watts, an outcast weirdo who wants nothing more than to be popular. I'm Corey Offenberger, and I play Kiki Ladies Man, Smells Like Ham, John Milady. And I'm Adam Foster, and I play Clayton Godwin, the robot-hating, risk-taking, troublemaker of the group. And I'm Dustin Fleischman. I am your game master. And my question for this week, and if you don't know why we're asking a question, you need to go back to uh, episode one. Start from there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? My question, my question for this week is, is more of a scenario. Um, okay. So picture yourself, you know, in, in grade school. Your mom and your dad say, okay, today's the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh. You can get any one thing, no matter the price. But only one. What are you coming home with? And I can I'll start. <laughs> so I would be coming home with. Do you guys remember the like ology book series? Oh, they had like wizardology yes. and pirateology. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Egyptology. I, I yes, Egyptology. I would be coming home with dragonology, which was. <laughs> but they were very expensive. They were like forty dollar books because basically these things are like these huge hardcover like encyclopedias, but they're made up. They're like fantasy information because it's like stuff about dragons, obviously, but like inside they would have all cool kinds of like interactive little pouches. And like, you could feel like dragon scales, like the page would be textured like dragon scales. And yeah, if you don't, if you don't know what dragonology is, look it up. See, okay. This is tough because there's a lot of like cool stuff from back then during those. Um, yeah, because it wasn't just books. You yeah. got all kinds of cool goodies. But if I were to choose something, I always I don't know why um, I was really into like rocks and like crystals and stuff back then. So anything that had to do with like a because uh, they used to have like these books that would come with like a little plastic baggie that had like crystals and stuff with it that would come with the book. And uh, so I think I remember that. Yeah. They, and it was uh, they were like uh, geology books that taught you about like the makeup of Earth and stuff like that. Um, and those were always really cool. But I also really liked the books Junie B. Jones. Ooh. I think that's what it's called. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is it Judy? Yeah. I would always come home with those books. I love those books. <laughs> I think for me. Like, and I had to look it up to make sure I got it right because I, like, I, you can actually still buy them, which I was surprised about. Was I felt like such a detective when I finished the Lemony Snicket series of unfortunate event books and he had released that year and it was in the book fair and it was called Letters to Beatrice. And it was like this, like, never heard of hardcover never book heard of. and it, like, had all these just different, like, Loose things like little notes, little letters, like little clues. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of like dove into like even more stuff in like the series of unfortunate events lore. And I was like eating that shit up because that was my favorite <laughs> book series growing up. And just getting like getting that book and then just being able to read all these different things and trying to like piece things together, even though I had no clue as a child what the hell was going on. I know that I think you guys have all heard this story, but the listeners have not. 
But I loved, I also loved series of unfortunate events when I was a kid. And I read like almost all of them. Cause how many were there? Uh, 13, like 15 or 16. There's 13. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Cause I remember I got to like book, I think like 11 or something. And I remember I just had a few left and my teacher came to me and was like, you can't read these anymore. Uh, and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and she's like, you need to read something else. You have to like expand your reading horizons. And I'm like, well, no, I like these books. <laughs> <laughs> and she made sure because like your class would go to the library, you know, and you would check out books together. And like when you were younger. Yeah. And she made sure she watched me like check out a book and made sure I did not check out another series of unfortunate events book. And I was so upset. Like, I remember not even reading the book I checked out. And I think she ruined reading for me single handedly. So <laughs> oh I can't remember which teacher that was. But thanks for that. Yeah, there was a I'm looking at it now. It was 13 books. Okay, yeah, because I remember I had, like, just a couple left, so I think I got to book 11. Maybe I need to reread that. Maybe that'll get me back into reading books is rereading this series, (laughs) because I actually, like, really enjoyed that series growing up. We could start a nostalgia book club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think the book that I would have walked away with would be uh, Scholastic Satan Saga for Student Students. Yeah, <laughs> that would definitely be it. What? <laughs> Scholastic Saint Scholastics Satan Saga for studious students. Do you not remember what? this? It was a whole introduction to sit. No, I'm fucking kidding. That's not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. I am so shocked that I am the one that's going to bring this up out of all of you. Pretty sure I'm not like hallucinating. Didn't the Scholastic Book Fair always carry like these giant intermediate to advanced guides about like pokemon oh i already had yes yeah yeah (laughs) that would 100 because that was the thing is like to tyler's question if i wanted something like that my parents would be like no get a book like don't (laughs) get a guide to pokemon get a actual book read so if i had to choose to pick something that like I could just have anything. It would be that because I was always denied what was rightfully mine. <laughs> Wait, is it Scholastic Book Fair, like a play on school, or is it like Scholastic, like a play on scholar? Did I say yeah. school earlier? Oh, I meant school. Yeah, is that what it is? No, it's C H O L. It's Scholastic. Yeah, scholar. Oh, it is like Scholastic. Yeah, maybe okay. just... Oh my god, I thought Dustin was about to blow my mind with a fun fact. I thought that was about Scholar- to be one of yeah, those Scholastic Berenstein right? Bears well, things. Well, I mean, it could be fact. <laughs> Listeners, do not look it up. It is Scholastic Book Fair. Your minds are blown. <laughs> don't look it up. Don't fact check. Yeah, don't, don't fact, fact check. check. Don't look at us. Don't look at me funny. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> Trust. Don't verify. Tr- yeah. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> Believe Damn, what you-, you hear on the internet. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to tell you a totally true story about four kids. Yeah. <laughs> or no, three kids no. trying to find a fourth kid. No, yeah. there's four. And don't let anyone tell you different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the last episode, you rescued Sarah from these service tunnels that were hidden under the Boulder Estates Country Club. And you learned that she befriended this robot um, that you all named Cliffy, but then learn his name is actually Zaddy, and then learn that Sarah calls him Zippy. So we're just going to call him Zippy from this point forward. Yeah, this got complicated. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then while heading out of the tunnels, um, Sarah kind of shared this photograph that she found in the tunnels of Wesley and Clayton's dads working together on a group of robots that look very similar to Zippy. And she suggested that Zippy had been separated from the rest of his robot family, and then in an, well, yeah, in what we'll just call an attempt to keep a low profile, 
You recruited Clayton's sister Penelope to drive you over to Clayton's dad's house to see what he knows, only to find out that the house has been raided by um, these security guards. And that is where we were going to pick up our episode. So Penelope has pulled away from the street that Clayton's dad's house is on and is now driving up a hill and she's kind of speeding a little bit. Uh, excuse me, uh, Penelope, uh, it is a 35 mile per hour zone. Yeah, are we breaking the law? Clayton, I need you to be <laughs> quiet right now. I, we're, I'm trying to get away from these guards. Not me? Well, where, where are we going to go? We got to get <sighs> Sarah help. I know, I know. I just, I have an idea. We need to get Sarah help, but we need, we need to, we need to regroup. I have a plan. Trust me on this one. Okay. So she takes you all up the hill um, and she parks the car along the side of the road and she looks over at Sarah and she sees like Sarah's still not doing well. It's like, I think... Okay, we need to figure out what to do with Sarah. I think we need to get her some food or something. Food? She needs help for her leg. Well, I know she needs help for, the, for with her leg, but we need we need to get her food. We need to get her to a hospital, but we can't. Look, I'm just concerned if we just drop Sarah off at a hospital, what's going to happen to her? What's going to happen to us? You know? You know? No, no, I know. I, I think we need another option other than a hospital. But if you think she needs food first, I mean, wait, she probably wait. hasn't eaten I, I, in, in I know, weeks. I know where to go. I know where to go. We got to go to Olive Garden. <sighs> oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when you're there, you're family. Yes, exactly. And they'll treat us like family and heal us. us. If we're family. Yeah. What is Olive Garden? Because I'm pretty sure Olive Garden did not exist in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Did it not? I, I think don't it know. started up in the 70s. I'm, I'm so, oh my god, did it oh, actually? Oh my god, 1982. 1982, <laughs> it exists. It's real. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I, I did not know Olive Garden was not that old. That would have thought, I, I would have thought that would have been around for like ever. Oh, really? I was thinking Olive Garden was definitely a 90s thing. I'm not going to lie. Wow. And I, I think in all the commercials, it shows like the established date and stuff under the logo right that is incredible wow look at us when you're here your family cool is it that you <laughs> listeners get to listen to a role-playing podcast but you also learn something yeah. <laughs> do you think the unlimited soup salads and breadsticks was around in the 80s it Probably had to be, right you would so, think that the uh, unlimited soup salads and breadsticks would not be unlimited in this economy anyway that's that doesn't matter. <laughs> well unfortunately uh they haven't expanded their business to boulder city but uh could we, Penelope, t take her to Shaken Not Stirred, the restaurant you and my mom work at, and sneak her, like, in the back? You Narbo, I literally called out sick for work. Why am I going to show up with Sarah? Okay, no, 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 no. Where what? do, where, what other food places are there? I don't know. I, I don't know. Can't. What's the name of a fast food joint that exists in this fictional town or well, fictional like, world? we can't do Wendy's because it's four for four menu and there's five of us. So that's not going to work. <laughs> Wait, what about, what about that new fast food joint that just opened up Dumpy's? Dumpy's. Okay. Dumpy's burgers and fries, right? I, I guess that they do provide, they do have a lot of meat. Dumpies, they have the meats. <laughs> <laughs> That's their whole thing, and it does look like Sarah needs some protein. But okay, look, before we go, we could get her. We could get her a Dumpy's Big Bottom meal. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a Dumpy's Bottomless meal? <laughs> no, it's no because Dumpy's has a bottom. Okay, yep. Other restaurants are bottomless. <laughs> Dumpy's whole thing is that they have the Big Bottom meal. <laughs> Okay, we'll go to Dumpy's, we'll get some food, and then we need to figure out what to do with Sarah. But before we do any of that, let me just, I, I just need to check on something. 
And then she says, Clayton, come with me. And she gets out of the car. Whoa, whoa, where are you going? Just stay here. Keep Sarah entertained. Keep, make sure your robots don't, I don't know, commit crimes. And Frankie's (laughs) like, guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just stay here. Keep everyone occupied. Wesley, come with me really quickly. Or Clayton, Clayton, fuck. Clayton, come with me. (laughs) (laughs) You heard her, Wesley. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I, uh, I, I get out and I follow sis. So Penelope takes you through this tree line that's at the top of the hill and she kind of ducks down and she crouches and you can see from this hill down into the neighborhood that your dad's house is at. And so you are now monitoring the guards from a safe distance and it looks like they're carrying a bunch of property out of the house. And Penelope's like, shit, shit, what the fuck? What are they doing? Oh, I think they're trying to steal Anything that like maybe could like link, I don't, I don't know, like link them back to fully expected Clayton to be like, wait, I didn't know dad was moving. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this doesn't look like college hunks. <laughs> Why do you think they're grabbing? I mean, I know they, they're just trying to steal away any evidence, but like, like they're not doing a good job of being sneaky about it. Maybe that's their intent. Like, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they want to like scare some people or or maybe manufacture like some sort of story or something like the bear attack. Like, fuck, I don't know. But where's dad? Do you see him? Uh, I, I look around. Do I see dad? Roll for investigate. Uh, I knew you were going to do that. Oh, I got a six. Oh, nice. OK, so with the six, you look around and you don't see your father anywhere. Um, You do see a large white unmarked van it appears that the boxes they're hauling outside of your dad's house are being loaded into that van that's all you can see from your point of view yeah i don't i don't see dad at all um but there's like there's like an unmarked van that they're like throwing all of his stuff into yeah you narbo i could see that shit too I just want to make sure. Well, you asked if I could see dad. You got two eyes, too. (laughs) I don't know, but I was hoping you might be able to see something that I'm not seeing from this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Adam, create a fake snack. Like a like a snack that you would you would love. Like a snack that smiles back. Like maybe, but it would be a (laughs) fake snack. Like like Dumpy's fast food. It would be like that. Like something (laughs) a fake snack food. I don't know why. I uh, we're gonna go with thickums. Thickums? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like the the what was it? They're like the Oreos that like are the extra mostest Oreos, but like even bigger. Well, now they're we have our rams. episode title: Dummies Thickums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So while you're crouching down, your foot steps on a snack wrapper for Thickums, which you recognize is Penelope's favorite snack food. There's just like a littered wrapper on the ground. And when you look around, you actually see a few of those snack wrappers around this like wooded area. Uh, Penelope, do you see all these snack wrappers on the ground? What? Oh, um, yeah, I, I've, I come up here sometimes. Oh, to like, just look at the house? Yeah, sometimes. Um, you know, it was just, just wanted to like check in on dad, you know? Yeah, you know, he's just always working. So, you know, there's really hard, nothing really to really check on. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, did you believe mom and dad when they said like, 
they were separating because of that, though. Like, it always felt like... Oh, no, it's definitely because of me. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean... <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Yanarbo. No, it was just... I don't know. I just sometimes thought that, like, maybe he was, like, cheating on mom or something, and I just want to, like, catch him in the act so that I knew he was, like, lying, and... Would you ever know, find so, anything? No, no, I... I don't know. After a while, I realized, like, even if I did catch him with somebody, like... I don't know if I would have felt okay about that or like angry or I don't know. It just seemed kind of like maybe I was just checking in on him to make sure he was okay after a time. Oh yeah. No, he just did the healthy coping mechanism. What was, which was just like getting fully devoted into his work and not pursuing any meaningful relationship. You know how it goes in the eighties. Yeah, he, he certainly was. He, um, I didn't, I never found anything, but I, I, think he might be not doing well you know i think uh i wonder if it has anything to do with his involvement with the loop because you know it did not uh seem too great whatever they were doing yeah he'd get home really late some nights and i don't know he just looked kind of sad you know he looked sad all the time well i mean if he was involved with the loop i mean i probably would hate my life too shit wait look Penelope turns her attention back to the house and you notice that the guards start packing up the vans. They start leaving in these unmarked vehicles and they just kind of abandon the house. And she's like, I guess they're done. Maybe like, so they just leaving. I don't know. That's why wouldn't they just have like a guard stationed at the house again or something? Do you think we should go in? I mean, at the very least, maybe there's something that could lead us to, like, where they took Dad. And also, like, I know that, that like, because, like, you know, Dad is always such a great cook, I know that there's a tons of, like, Pop-Tarts and, like, uh, pocket hotties <laughs> that um, Sarah could eat. Pocket hotties! Pocket hotties! Shit, wait, yeah, you're right, Dad, because Dad never had time to make any dinner. He would just get those microwavable pocket hotties. Yeah. <laughs> shit, shit. Wait, I can't believe I'm saying this. That's actually a really good idea. We could just kind of like maybe set up like a refugee camp at Dad's place while we sort of figure this whole shit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That works. Okay, I think we do, we just need to like get off the streets like quickly. Okay, let's just get back into the car. Um, so Clayton and Penelope walk back to the car. Uh, John and Wesley, while we were gone, was there anything going on inside that car? <laughs> yeah, you come back and Wesley is like, no, Frankie, you wait until John finishes his verse of row, row, row your boat. Then you come in. Cliffy, I know you can't you can't talk, so I'll do your part. Wait, so wait, hold on. I was just going to say, if you do his part, then do you also do your own part? So are you just are you trying well, to do theory, it at the same time? Well, in theory, if I start first and then you come in, by the time you guys are done, I should be able to hop back around and we can create an infinite loop. Oh, Clayton, Penelope, you guys are back. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello. Oh, man, I was willing to debut my Celine Dion voice. <laughs> <laughs> row, row, row your boat in the, uh, in the Celine Dion Celine as Dion. covered by Frankie. <laughs> Uh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm, I'm so confused. So, so Clay, Clayton and Penelope are back now. Okay. Penelope starts the car and she turns around. And she's like, okay, so 
it looks like the coast might be clear at my dad's place. So we're just going to go there for a little bit and hang out. And I don't know, there might be some food there. We can get we could get Sarah some food. We could just plot our next move. We could figure out like where they took dad. Okay, but we should maybe maybe not park close by because I don't want anybody knowing we're there, you know, like in case another surveillance van or something drives by. Shit. We need to yeah. cover our tracks. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. The, we also need to be. What if the house is bugged? What if they went in and that's one of the things that they did? Well, we just can't speak. I don't know. Maybe your robot could go in there first or something. Like check. Does does your robot? Do any of your robots have like radar or I don't know? Can they like pick up signals or something? Wait, Frankie uh, canonically navigates by sonar. Is that something that would somehow interact with microphones in some way, and he could pick up if there are mics in the house? I think I'm just <laughs> making that up, but. I I was I do have a tuner in my body, but I don't think it's working right now. It wasn't activated. It's like when you know companies ship products that have deactivated hardware in them, and then they wait five years <laughs> until they decide to flip it on. Um, so yeah. you know you could maybe I I do have a frequency that maybe I could tune into if if you just you know figure out how to turn that shit on. I'm sorry, that stuff on. Frankie, <laughs> Whoa. sorry, no John. one no one programmed a. Fucking curse filter out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, to John, first you're gonna tinker and program a bleep, so it bleeps Frankie every time he curses <laughs> <laughs> to make him safe for work. And then, John, maybe you can tinker with Frankie to turn on this radio frequency. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, detector thing. Hey, Frankie, uh, are we? Do you think we're close enough to the house to where I can tune you up? That sounds weird. Uh, so you could get these radio frequencies? <laughs> Buddy, it's the 80s and I'm made out of spare parts. My reach isn't that far. We're going to have to get close to that house. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to have to get close to that bitch. <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me all funny whenever I say a fucking swear? <laughs> John, please fix this guy. God, he's really making me want to like robots. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, tinker, right? And then yeah, I'd say tinker. Oh, if you want, John, I could I could tinker if you want me to. I could give it a try. Yeah, no, you stay away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Penelope reaches into the glove box and pulls out a tiny slinky and hands it to Clayton. He's like, just you know, keep yourself busy with this. Oh my God, it's slinky! <laughs> out of seven dice, I rolled one six. Okay, so with one wow. six, you yeah. open up Frankie's chest plate and you do see sort of like this radio box inside and you're able to tinker it and turn it on. And you hear this like static coming through and Frankie kind of like shudders a little bit. He's like, ooh, that feels weird. Okay, uh, yeah, it's on for sure. But I think we're going to need to get close to the house. So what's the next move? And Penelope says, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, leaving my car along the side of the road here, just abandoned seems a little sketchy, like, well let's well let's drive by the house. We'll do a quick little drive by and then Frankie can see if he picks anything up. And if he doesn't pick anything up, then maybe we're okay. But but maybe we just like park on your dad's street, just not right in front of his house, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe that that could work. That could work. Right. No, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um okay, and let's then try that. Frankie's like, ooh, an undercover operation. We're gonna do a drive by. Uh, Clayton, can you hand me those sunglasses up there on the dash? <laughs> Clayton? Oh, Clayton, here, I, I pulled the slinky out of his hands. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry? 
Can you give me the, the, sun, the sunglasses right there on the on the dash? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I grab him and then I, I hand it to him. So Frankie puts on his beret and then puts on the sunglasses and he looks like the world's worst detective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frankie's just turning into our like character that you just find these random items that have the best stats, but they don't yeah. go together. Yeah. And they don't do anything. Actually, yeah. these are all useless. He's finding all the, the fun, useless junk. Okay, so Sarah um, takes the car back down the hill and then drives down the street and just slowly drives by the house, trying to, like, glance at it inconspicuously, but trying to, like, keep... Everyone's, like, trying to keep a low profile. And Frankie's eyes kind of, like, narrow, and he's like, hmm, hmm. Nope, I'm just picking up microwaves on at the house next door, but I, I, I'm not picking up any sort of, like, wiring or anything like that i don't know yeah i don't know it doesn't seem bugged hmm okay frankie well i weirdly trust you with my life so <laughs> i guess i mean look he's he's a murderous robot but he hasn't let us down yet um so penelope takes the car around the corner of the street and then parks it in the cul-de-sac and then she's like get we'll get out we'll go to the house everyone just keep a low profile like remain cool um yeah actually uh that reminds me what what do we do about the giant robot Maybe we should leave him in the car? Well, yeah, we should probably, but if we do, we should put a sign up on the window that says the AC is on yeah. and he has water. Please do not break window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, wait a minute. What are we going to do about Sarah? Wait, this doesn't make any sense. We're going to carry a missing girl down the street to the house. Hello, neighbors who just witnessed at my dad's house getting raided. It's just us, the family, with the girl that's missing walking into the house. Wait, this doesn't make sense. Fuck. Well, that's why I said we need to find another way to, like, sneak in. We can't just, like, walk in the front door. Yeah, no, shit, you're right. Okay, what do we do? Also, what do we do? should we leave what is... Sarah in the car as well? Because she can't walk. Her leg is messed up. Well, but the whole point is to get her food and stuff. Oh, and, I mean, like, I well, could, like, I, micro I can microwave a uh, pocket hottie and then just bring it back over here. <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. Maybe what we is... just go in and bring her back food versus... What is in Clayton's dad's backyard? Like, does it face the woods like Sarah's house did? So when Clayton and Penelope were looking at the house from the hillside, uh, you were looking, they were looking into the backyard area. So the backyard was facing the hillside. So while the tree line is up on top of the hill, there are a lot of like narrow alleyways between like the hill and the back of the house. Okay, so could we, like, basically us and the robots sneak Sarah into the house through the back, and then Penelope could go, like, park her car along the street? Because it's not weird if she walks up to her own dad's house, I would hope. Um, but, like, she could walk through the front incons inconspicuously. That way, that way we get into the back, hopefully unnoticed, and... Penelope's car is still close by in case we have to make a getaway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I look at uh, Penelope and I say, Penelope, I, I know this is going to use up a little more of your gas and I'm sorry about that, but here's an idea. What if you drove us, you know, back up the hill and we with the robots could sneak maybe like me and um, me and John and the robots can sneak Sarah into the house through the back and then you could park your car out front, you know, or, or where we have it parked right now. And you can go into the house through the front because it's your dad's house and you won't have anybody weird with you. 
like a giant robot or a missing girl. And then we could meet up at the house and then your car is so close by for a getaway. Roll for charm. Actually, I'm going to, well. What? What are you going to do? my extra dice what are you for this. Do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to add what an extra What are you going to do, boy? What are you going to do? Just do it. One six. One six. Damn. So Penelope goes, yeah, wait, okay, that could work. That could work. I'll just, because yeah, that's not weird for me to just go up to dad's house if I just like act natural, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Also, sure. first, also, Wesley, just like Clayton, this, this kid, Wesley, super nice, super considerate, apologizing <laughs> for the gas in the middle. Like I, Wesley, you're, you're cool. You're not a Narbo. Oh, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I start tearing up. <laughs> hey, don't get any ideas, mister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Penelope, if all of this goes south. I don't want to die without having my first kid. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, my boyfriend Just was kidding. brutally murdered three days ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, fair. fair. Silencio yeah. Narbo. <laughs> I'll, I'll back off. Um, hey, three so, days, three days in teenage heartbreak is like four, four months. So we're, we're good. It's like you a know, year. Call having your boyfriend brutally ripped to sh- shreds by you know, shadow <laughs> monsters is teenage heartbreak. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. So Penelope starts the car back up and she just, drives back up the hill a little bit and then she stops the car near this like small alleyway which looks to be like largely abandoned it looks like the house that like she parks nearby is just kind of run down um and you're kind of able to like sneak through like this grassy area and then make a right and then head down the hill through like these alleyways between the houses undetected and she's like i think this might be good i don't know right yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, be good. I think so. Well, I mean, we'll roll the dice and see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just keep a super low profile, okay? I Got I it. like I like barrel roll out the car like a spy. Okay. Um, Wesley. <laughs> Clayton pulls out his gun from last episode <laughs> yeah. and just starts firing it in the air. <laughs> what, Wesley? Wesley? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just like make sure my brother doesn't like you know fuck things up again? I will do my best. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We got we we, we protected. Just keep an eye kind on. Kind of him. a Clayton special. Yeah, we right, protected. Right. Everybody don't you out. Worry. Um, wait. Okay. Yeah. Everybody out. The, the, the giant robot, I guess, takes Sarah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Do we need to roll anything? Like, I'm guessing a sneak to get into the house or up to the house. So you all get out of the car and Zippy grabs Sarah, who's looking a little bit weak and frail. And uh, all of you roll for sneak. One six. One six. No six. Corey, no. (laughs) I will say I I watched uh, Clayton do his sick barrel roll. So I wanted to attempt the same thing and I landed on my neck. (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> okay, so you are gonna take the injured condition. <laughs> I thought I thought I was waiting for him to be like, so you take the paralyzed condition. <laughs> yeah, so you all make your way down the alleyway, and it's sort of quiet in the neighborhood. And you realize, like, it is sort of after. It must be like the middle of the morning, so a lot of the neighbors must be out, like, taking their kids to school or going to work, so you might be just lucky at the moment that no one caught you. Shit, are we supposed to be in school right now? <laughs> Guys, our project! We gotta work on our project! Alright, like, let's take a moment. Yeah, let's Han- take a moment. Hannah's, like, back in class being like, 
so th- I'm gonna make this toaster by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you all make your way to the backyard of the house, and from the backyard, Clayton, you could kind of like peek your head around the side of the house, and you see Penelope drive up, park her car. And she gets out and she like kind of looks a little nervous, but you could tell that she's trying to play it cool. Like she's just like driving up, getting out of the car, walking up with a little bit of like normal confidence that like nothing is amiss. And then she just unlocks the door and lets herself in. And then after a while, you hear the back door of the house unlock and she opens it up and she's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. So you're all let inside. You're sort of in like this living room area that's just off of a kitchen space. And um, the first thing that Penelope does is she goes into the kitchen, she goes into the freezer, and she finds a box of pocket hotties. And she's like, oh, perfect. (laughs) So she starts prepping those, and she's like, okay, I'm going to take care of Sarah. You just, like, look around, see if you can find anything. Yeah, guys, so this is my crib. Just kidding, y'all were here before. Um, Yeah, uh, Yeah, didn't you smash a hole in the wall or something? No, you tried to smash a hole in the wall, and I stopped you guys. What's the scuff on the wall doing here? Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) It's nothing. It's nothing. I guess guess maybe we should just go to Dad's office and just see what's, what's up in there. Uh, yeah, because that's probably where they took a lot of stuff from. So maybe that'll give us an idea of what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So you all head over to the front of the house and then just off from the front door is the office. And you see that the doors have been thrown open and the office is completely ransacked. It is empty of filing cabinets, computers, papers. There are a couple of like loose papers strewn about everywhere, um, but it looks much emptier than you remember. It looks completely raided. Damn, I love what they've done with the place. Yeah, your dad's really taking on a minimalist aesthetic here. Yeah. He needs to clean up, though. There's paper everywhere. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> can, can I investigate the papers and see if maybe any of them has anything significant on it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, oh, no, two sixes. But Damn, enhance the scene or hey. pocket. Let's enhance it. Meanwhile, Penelope's in the kitchen and she's like, here you go, Sarah, here you go, here you go. And she starts snacking on a pocket hottie and she's like, why is it always cold in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you want to enhance the scene or pocket? Uh, Enhance the scene. So as you're kind of like rummaging through these loose sheets of paper that are everywhere, you make your way over to the desk area and just underneath the seat of the desk is this like crumpled, large folded sheet of paper And when you pick it up and unfold it, you find yourself looking at a map. But the map looks a little bit more like a blueprint of Boulder City. And it actually looks a little older than the map that you had originally held. But there seems to be more detail to this map. Um, It looks like some sort of mechanical overview of some sort of like larger loop system, potentially. Um, but you just see a lot more markers listed all over the map. Guys, check this out. It looks like a map of Boulder City, but uh, obviously a lot older. I recognize some of the buildings, but yeah, this is this is definitely from a while back. Is is there anything from the loop in it? Well, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's like loop plans. Um, can I look? Uh, I'm gonna look at the Boulder City estates and like specifically where the house we're in is is there anything like loopy intersecting <laughs> that the house? yeah roll roll for um investigate 
Oh, I'm loving all these high number <laughs> dice rolls. <Yeah. laughs> one six. So with one six, you're not really able to find like any big machinery that's like around the area you're at. But you do see a clearly marked bunker that sits on top of the Boulder Estates Country Club that you recognize as the secret entrance that was not really listed on the map that you previously had. Wait, guys, we've been there before. That, those were the tunnels that we found Sarah in. Oh, yeah. So we can, like, see where the, like, so basically, does, is there a map system for those tunnels on this map? Yes, yeah, there are a lot of, um, like, dark blue lines that are sprawling all over this map, sort of like a web of interconnected tunnels. Wait, so maybe this is how we can get, well, I, I don't know, but maybe this is how we could get Sarah to, you know, to and from wherever we need to get her to, because we can hide, you know, hide down in the tunnels. I mean, I, I don't know if it's safe, but the thing is, it's just an option. We need to get her, like, medical attention as soon as possible. I guess, yeah, I guess that's what we got to figure out. Our next steps are, you know, have to, have to be getting Sarah some help somehow. Well, I mean, we could just, there's a first aid kit around here somewhere. Um, yeah, but I, I don't really know, like, how to <laughs> heal a leg that a, a creepy monster, like, tore up to well, you. I, I was going to say, I know basic uh, first aid just because I had to for, for climbing. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you could grab a, a first aid kit and maybe help patch her up a little bit. I mean, what's in it for me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is the man that has a gun, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, so this is how it's going to go. And I point the gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I can. we can do that. That way, at least, like, she's got, like, maybe a little bit more care and help and then that way like maybe we could bypass a little bit more time before going to a hospital if in if the case needs be yeah can i i want to relay that plan to penelope and just you know let her know we're gonna use the first aid kit and get her thoughts on that yeah i guess we could just go ahead and go i'll go i'll go grab the uh first aid kit wait wait, wait. first we got to check something else is important did my room get ransacked? I run into my room. <laughs> so you head up the stairs, and as you're walking through the hallways, you notice a lot of moving boxes that are just stacked in random corners in the hallways. Some of them are opened. They look rummaged through. This is weird to you, because you know that while your dad hasn't unpacked all of the belongings when he moved out, they were stored inside of his bedroom. So they look out of place, just kind of stacked around in the hallway. Oh, this is kind of weird. They just, why would they just bring it out in the hallway? I like look inside and I just like see what each box kind of has. Roll for investigate. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, no sixes. So you don't really find anything in most of these boxes. They just look like old appliances. There's nothing really important. But you do come across a box that's next to your room that has a label on it that reads family treasures. And the idea of just your dad labeling something as family treasures gets you a little bit emotional. So you're going to check the upset condition. Okie dokie. Okay, I want to catch up with Clayton and be like, Clayton, what are you doing? You've been gone for a little bit. Oh, I just, I was looking to see for my room to see if anything happened, but I, there was these, like, boxes kind of lying around. Yeah, I, uh, wait, Clayton, are you okay? You look, I don't know, off. Oh, I, I'm fine. There's nothing off about me. 
I mean, there's okay. a lot off about you, but well, I mean, yeah, you do look good. Yeah. You do look <laughs> like something could be. I don't, I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, so do you notice anything out of the out of the ordinary? Have you been to your room yet? Well, no. I found this box though. It says family treasures, and I, I really don't understand what treasures there could be even had in this family. But I mean, I'll. Have uh, you, you haven't looked in the box yet. Uh, no, I was just about to. I uh, opened the box. Yeah, so you open up this box, and inside are a bunch of framed photos that are just kind of stacked to one side um, of you and your family on different adventures, you know, to different, like, national parks when you were younger and to campsites. And the photos are really, like, nostalgic and sentimental. Like, you seem to have all be having a really good time. There's trophies in there and medals that you've received from sort of like rock climbing competitions or like any sort of like youth mountaineering club that you've been a part of when you were a little kid. And you come across a photo that is your dad with this huge smile on his face, like holding your shoulders. He's standing behind you and holding your shoulders and he's leaning into the camera and you're both beaming and you're holding up like this youth mountaineering medal. That's like it means a lot to you. Like it was like your very first win. Yeah, Clayton kind of like just sees it all and he's just like, yeah, no, nothing, nothing really in this box. And then Clayton is going to roll sneak to see if he can take that photo out and put it in his pocket. Okay. Damn it. I rolled three fours and a three. I'm going to act like I didn't see it anyways. Yeah. Well, I would, I would say the same for Wesley. He sees it, but he doesn't say anything. And he, he just says, uh, Clayton. Just, you know, I, I know you said you're fine, but if you're ever not fine, you know, jo- you can talk to John and I. I just, I want you to know that, okay? Oh, so yeah. Saying, no, you, no. you can talk to John. <laughs> you can talk to John, yeah. <laughs> and, only, and only John. <laughs> and only John. No, I'm just kidding. You talk to Frankie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm fine. I don't I don't see why you'd think I'm I'm not fine. And then you just see like the Arthur Fist meme, like on one fist. <laughs> <laughs> I look I just look at John and I give him kind of an eye of like we both kind of like squint at each other and, and acknowledge like we think Clay- maybe Clayton's not okay. Yeah. Looking across these different family photos, just you suddenly feel this intense fear of like something bad has happened to your dad and you're gonna take the scared condition. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Get his butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so could I now go and rummage through these boxes and see if maybe I could find anything? Yeah, go ahead and roll for investigate. Yes, one six. So with one six, you rummage through that box and you just come across the same things that uh, Clayton found. But as you kind of step back, you notice that the words family treasures that are printed on the side of the box in like Sharpie look fresh. Guys, when I was handling this box, I smeared some of the Sharpie. I think someone wrote this recently. Did was your dad maybe trying to get out of here? Did he know something was coming? I know he knew about the bear, like the the, like the, the, the rabies situation wasn't like a real thing, but. Like maybe I don't know if like do we do we think this is him writing it and he was trying to leave or do we think I mean, it's does, like, does this look like his handwriting? I, I look and I want to see if it's his handwriting. Yeah, it definitely looks like your dad's handwriting. Okay, well if it's fresh, that means that he he just left when you were looking at the vans. You didn't see your dad at all, did you? No, 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 no. Like I just it was just a bunch of government people grabbing all his things. Do you think your dad would have maybe? 
left any kind of clue or hint to maybe if if he got out before these guys. I, I think we need to look and see maybe there were signs of like a struggle or something. You know, we could tell if he got taken out. Yeah, let me check my room because maybe he would have hidden like a note for me or something. I'm going to have all of you just do a general investigate role. So looking in Clayton's room, looking in this hallway, just kind of looking on the second floor area. I okay. actually got a six for once and investigate. I did not. I got one. I think I have actually succeeded every roll this. Damn. Uh, well, you, so, I actually, no, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say I was say now that you've said it. No, it's too late. It's, it's too late. Now, now you're going to die. Now you're going to die. That's just how it goes. Now I'm going to die. <laughs> um, Clayton, when you go in, try to walk into your room, your foot accidentally kicks the box that you just rummaged through. And when you look down, you notice that the box has an arrow that says this side up and it's pointing up to the ceiling. And Wesley... You and Clayton both see this at the same time, and you look up and you see sort of like the door to an attic space on the ceiling. W Wesley, you see that too, right? Yeah. Do you, you don't think your dad is telling you to go up into the attic, do you? Well, I mean, I'm not no mathematologist, but like, I, I think that's where but the you signs are. are a climber. That's where the signs are pointing, <laughs> and I just jump up to grab the, uh, <laughs> the rope to pull it down. Roll for, um, what would that be, force? <laughs> yeah, because I'd say you're, you have to pull down the little, like, ladder or whatever, yeah. Oh, dang, see, I thought this was a good idea, and then I forgot that I literally have two conditions. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I got one six. So, yeah, you grab onto the rope and pull it, and you open up the hatch to the attic, but when the hatch opens up, there doesn't appear to be a ladder attached to it. It actually looks like the ladder was removed. There are, like, drill holes that are still left and, like, old scuff marks from where the wood was sitting against the hatch, but the ladder is missing. All right, guys, we got to do a human pyramid so we can get up here. A human pyramid? Aren't you like a climber with rope? Can't you like just throw your rope up there and climb? Or Gliffy could lift us. I, I mean, mean, Zippy could lift us. I yeah. feel like let's not injure ourselves yeah. here. Clayton, you're not looking yeah. good. Yeah. My neck already hurts. Nobody is standing on my shoulders. Yeah. All right. John's still in a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, do and you need a you need a shirt? I got a few over over here you could borrow. I could I mean I could try to fit into them. I, yes, wait. Clayton goes and gets it. What does the shirt say that Clayton pulls out for John? Uh, uh, Clayton actually has when you're here, your family shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't even say Olive Garden. It just has like the sign. Like it's one of those like minimalist shirts. And it just says when you're here, your family. And the like wow. sign on the back. That's all it says. I love I love just the idea of having a shirt that says when you're here, your family, but no Olive, no Garden, Olive Garden logo is yeah. present uh, anywhere on the shirt. That's so good. That's so good. Um, yeah, John, you get a when you're here, your family shirt. OK, what? I'm going to say how many sizes smaller is uh, is Clayton? Than, uh, that's up, that's up to you, buddy. Okay. Yeah, you put it on and it's still basically a crop top. Yeah, yeah. you put it on and it's a crop top, but at least the sleeve is intact. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So wait, what are you guys gonna do to get to the attic? We haven't figured it out yet. Wait, wait, wait I was just is saying there... we could either get Gliffy to lift us up there, or Clayton like is a climber, but he also has crappy investigate, so maybe he should not be the only one going up there. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Uh. Let's get uh Zippy. Hey, yo, Zippy. 
Hey, yo, Zippy. I like the things you do. Um, <laughs> that's Zippy. my favorite uh, chimpanzee song is Hey, yo, Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys call down the stairs. And from your vantage point, like looking down the stairs, you see like this open hallway that's just to the right, but you can't see into the room. And then you just see like, you know, this this like a head pop out to yeah. the side. Like, yes, <laughs> uh, we need you up here. We need a hand. And luckily, just one. So, yeah, Zippy looks up at the attic, looks to you and then like thinks for a second. And then his eyes flash like he just had a light bulb idea, you know, sort of. Yeah, because you know, like <laughs> um, and then he kneels down and he like taps his shoulders. Oh, I think he wants us to step on his hand. <laughs> like, no, what? Okay, I, I get up on his shoulders. <laughs> Roll for force. Oh, that is boy. one die. Oh, <laughs> I did not get a six. And I can tell you what happens. If you, <laughs> go if for you it. Sign me a condition. No, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Wesley gets up on Gliffy's shoulders and he suddenly has like a flashback to like being a little younger and like seeing his neighbor like ride around like his his neighbor's dad, like having his kid up on his back and like riding, you know, doing dad things, carrying you around on your shoulder in the yard. And so uh, Wesley kind of like remembers that and gets, you know, emotionally or gets a little emotional. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to, well, not great that that happened to you just <laughs> no, now. Like, I'm sorry for it, for not validating your feelings, but you are going to take the upset condition. All right. Upset I'm going to validate your feelings checked. by telling you that you need to take the upset condition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, here, uh, Wesley, I can help you with that. With my emotional damage or with lifting me up? <laughs> oh, no, no, just with lifting you up. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Clayton. Zippy squints at Clayton like, dude, let me handle this. <laughs> like, why, why, why am I up here? And he just stands up and just at his height, Wesley, you just like kind of pop up to the top of the attic and you can now see into the attic. Okay. Can I like safely climb into yes, the you're, attic? Yes, you're able to kind of safely like take, breach your arms out and then just like step off of Zippy and into the attic. Ooh, me next, okay. me next, me next. Thanks, Zippy. Zippy waves with his good hand. I, I stand on Zippy's shoulders. Roll for force. Two sixes. I don't really have something to enhance the scene. Oh, to I got one. it. I got it. Okay, go for <laughs> so, it. Yeah. So, if you want to enhance, you can also pocket the dice. I could pocket the dice, but screw it. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna do theatrics here. Uh, Clayton definitely <laughs> um, is like about to stand on the shoulders and then he's like oh no no no, i got it and so then he like backs up a little bit and then runs up and then like right when like zippy is like about to stand up he uses that momentum to like just jump up and then just like lands in the attic like perfectly he does like a jedi jump yeah the jet yes he does the <laughs> jedi jump <laughs> but without the flip without he the looks flip. at me and he goes hello there <laughs> wesley you were like weirdly impressed <laughs> John, you want to come up here too? Nah, you guys got it. Gliffy, or <laughs> yeah. Zippy, Zippy with his free hand brings it up to his forehead and just swipes yeah. it across his face like, thank God. He's like sweating oil. The thing is, yeah. if I try to roll right now, I'm going to fail. So yeah. there's no point. I, I only have one in body and I am injured. So gotcha. So Clayton, let's take out our flashlights and see what, if we can see anything up here. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, roll for investigate. Did we get a plus one for our flashlights? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus your flashlights. Absolutely. Hey, with yeah, that yeah. plus whatever it is. Yep. Ooh, I failed. <clears throat> oh, no. good. That makes up for my upset condition, basically. No sixes for me. No sixes for you. 
Uh, ooh, two sixes. Hey. Enhance the scene or pocket? I'm going to actually pocket this one, just okay. in case something dramatic happens. <laughs> so, Wesley, you walk around the attic and start scanning the room with your flashlight, and you come across a folded, crumpled sheet of paper that's on the floor that looks out of place. And I am going to send that to you in your private chat right now. Hey, I don't like secrets. God damn. Um, what you what you what you got there, what Wesley? Uh, me. Um, can I roll a sneak? Sure. Okay, I want to sneak it into my pocket. Oh boy. Oh wait, but it's minus one. Wait, but body minus. Okay, I have two dice. Oh boy. <laughs> ah, nope. Uh, you d- you're not able to sneak the what you found into your pocket. Okay. Um, what, what you got there, Wesley? I think I maybe found something from your dad. It it doesn't necessarily help us, you know, figure out where he went, but may, maybe you should read it. I'll just forget that you tried to hide it from me. Um, I'll just ignore that fact. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it. <laughs> when you read it, Clayton, just remember, you can talk to me and John about anything, okay? Y- yeah. All right, I hand it to him. Clayton, if I could have you read this note. It says, Clayton, I'm so sorry that... You have found yourself in a mess of my own making. I know things have been hard lately, and it's not fair to have your family torn apart. Look, I have made some terrible mistakes in an attempt to keep you, Penelope, and your mom safe. Not being there for you hurts me greater than you probably know. Lately, I've been hiding from the pain I've caused for everyone I've ever cared about including you i hope you'll find it in yourself to forgive me dad p.s you're a smart kid but i know you've been struggling in english class you might want your friends to to read this to you too clayton starts kind of tearing up and he kind of just crumples it up and then just kind of puts it in his pocket clayton look it I know, you know, that wasn't an easy thing to read, but it might mean that your dad is actually safe. Like he maybe got he was clearly trying to run and get out of here. So maybe he got away before the the loop people got here, you know? Yeah, he was trying to leave without us. And look, he said you're struggling in English class. He knows you so well. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. Yeah, that's right? the only. That's because that's the only calls we get from school is about my poor performance in English. So, like anyone could understand that I'm struggling in English. <laughs> only English. Yeah, only English. <laughs> Wait, I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not only up there. No, Cliffy only finally, English. like, and you pop up, and Cliffy's got you on his shoulders, like, yeah. kind of struggling. <laughs> No, it's this is ridiculous because he literally is about to just go the easy way out and just like leave us here with with the mistakes that he's caused and now is putting us all in trouble and it's just a typical typical Godwin move just to like leave when the going gets tough like he always fucking does. Well, Clayton, don't don't be your dad. Don't carry that on. You know, don't we're not going to give up when the going gets tough. We're we're going to make sure Sarah's safe and we're going to find Nick Hayes and we're going to help him and we're going to find your dad and we're going to ask him some questions. He, it sounds like he has a lot to answer for. We're doing more than asking that guy questions. He's going to get a good old smack to the face when I see him next time. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to play out for you, but 
probably not great because most likely by then I'll be broken. And so it's just going to turn into a pity slap. I mean, Clayton, I know what it's like to not have your dad be there. You know, I, I, you know, ever since I was born, I've just been hanging with my mom and she's been great. But it's it's still I don't know. Yeah, no, I I see where you're coming from. It's just it's just tough because it's like, you know, like you're like I'm not trying to like step on any feelings here, but like your your dad (laughs) didn't have a choice because he's not he's just not here. But like like my dad had a choice and he just always chose work. Well, I mean, he chose these monsters that's been created now that like I know he probably didn't have like a lot to do with it, but like he's still a, a, a pawn in this in this checkers game. I, I don't know if this helps, but think about it like this. I mean, that conversation he had with you that you told us about, it sounded like he doesn't approve of what they're doing. And maybe maybe him running isn't a coward move. Maybe he really is doing it to protect you and, and to protect Penelope. And clearly he was working with my father on something. So I don't know if my dad didn't have a choice. Maybe he did have a choice. I, I don't know. There's something way, way bigger going on here. And... I don't think this stops at saving Sarah. I think this stops when we figure out what's going on at the loop because I don't think anyone is safe until we figure that out, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I, if one thing's for sure. I know from, from a brother to a brother, we're going to figure this out. That's right. And I, I put my hand out for uh, Clayton to – or no, no, sorry. I spit <laughs> into my hand and yeah. I put it out for Clayton. <laughs> we're not giving up, right, Clayton? We're not pulling a Godwin move on this one. Deal? Nope. Deal. And I spit in my hand and then I shake his hand. Oh, wow. That's actually um, that's really gross. I don't know why people do that. (laughs) And yet the moment is so precious that I'm going to go ahead and say that both of you can heal one of your conditions. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. I would say that this would make Clayton not as scared. He's still upset, but I would say that he's not as scared. He's not alone. Yeah. Clayton, your dad... Your dad talked about the loop having like, you know, secret messaging systems, like with the alert system and things like that. You don't think your dad would have hid something in that note, do you? I don't, I don't think so. Why don't you continue um, looking around in the attic and maybe I can investigate that note because as it mentioned, your reading skills are not a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. I English good, okay. But I, I, I promise I'll, I'll keep the note safe. I won't, I won't do anything to it. Oh, okay. And then before I roll anything, can I just look at the back of it? Does it have anything on the back? When you look at the back of the note, there doesn't seem to be any sort of writing that you see on the back. Clayton, you do your roll, and then let me just look at the note. Yeah, roll for investigate. Yeah, I got, I got one six during my investigation. Okay, I got one six, and I got it when it hopped out of the dice tray. But I could put another dice on top of it. Nope, if it's not cocked, I'm fine with it. I'm not going to be, yeah, I, <laughs> as long as it's flat, not cocked. Flat, not cocked, I'll take kids. It. Put that on a shirt, <laughs> flat, <Yeah>. not cocked. <laughs> so when you look at the note, you think about the fact that it's a little strange that it was left up here in an attic without a ladder, and the box was hinting for you to go there. Like, why would it have not been in Clayton's room? And so you feel like you might be on to something with the importance of this note. Okay. You guys find anything up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on, John. Um, we'll be we'll be down in a, just a second, but um, I'm gonna uh, drop the note down to John so that he can read it and analyze it and see if he 
he can help me look at it. Oh, yeah. uh, did I find anything with my six, by the way? Yeah, you sweep the attic space, but you don't really see anything of note. You think that you found everything you need. Like, you think you found what your father meant to leave behind for you. Okay. Wait a second. I fail all my classes. Why would English be the one class that he mentions? I mean... Like, I don't fail all my classes. Like, math, mathmology is, like, fine. But, like... <laughs> mathmology! <it's>, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it does say you might want your friends... To read this to you too. So, John, Clayton's dad left this up in the attic for Clayton. And so we're just, I think there's something hidden in this. It just seems off. I wanna go into my room and then maybe go to the, like, it's, I just wanna go to my room first. And so I like climb back down and then I like go into my room. I wanna see if I can find any English textbook or like something with English on it. Yeah, roll for investigate. I got no six. So with no sixes, you go around your room and it is disheveled. Like it looks like it's been rummaged through, but most of your stuff seems intact. You do see a first aid kit on the floor. Okay. I grabbed the first aid kit and I'm like, well, that knocked off one checklist off my uh, side quest. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that's what we're doing. <laughs> guys, guys, do y'all do want to come in here and help me look for anything that says English? Sure. John, you keep looking at the note. I'm going to go help Clayton. Okay. So I'm going to roll for comprehend, see if there's anything in this note that I can notice. I rolled one six. With one six, the only thing you notice is that the penmanship is terrible. Like this is so poorly formatted and so poorly written. I'll just I'll keep looking at it while while Clayton and Wesley do their thing. Okay, so let me do an investigation check in his room and just see he was wanting to help me have me help him look for textbooks or something or some English related. Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, two sixes. Enhance the scene or pocket? Yeah, let me enhance the scene, I guess. With two sixes, you go around the room and you come across Clayton's desk and you see a bunch of, like, loose-leaf assignments from English class and they are marked up with red pen and it's very clear, like, there's a giant F and, like... Oh, God. The 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 teacher has drawn a symbol of like a cartoon character that's got their hands out like this and their eyes are like they're <laughs> leaning forward like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, no. And you see circled aggressively um, on the sheet of paper. It's like your formatting is terrible. This is not how you format a paper. And you do see on the sheet of paper that like. Instead of, like, all of the lines going from, like, one end of the margin to the other, like, Clayton has it broken up weird. Okay. Yeah, Clayton definitely didn't understand that, like, when you have a sentence, like, you don't have to hit the enter key when typing. Wait, that kind of makes me think about that note was kind of broken up. Like, all the, the sentences were kind of broken up weird. Is the first letter of the sentence something? Like, I'm in... Langley? What is Langley? Can I roll something to see if I recognize the word Langley? Wait, where are you seeing that at? If you look at the first letter of each sentence, it spells out, I'm in Langley. Roll for comprehend. Yeah, Clayton's got smoke going out his ears. He does not know what's going Could on. Could maybe everyone else also roll a comprehend because uh, where I base I ask them if that yeah, makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, if everyone wants to roll for a comprehend, go for it. Okay. No, I don't want to. 
I'm just I have kidding. seven dice in it, so I should be fine, but... I just get one, so... Well, we know how this goes. Ooh, I got two sixes. Uh, and I got one six. I got no sixes. Uh, John, would you like to pocket or enhance? Uh, what do you guys think? Pocket it. We both got sixes, so we'll understand it, but I think pocket it, because I, I feel like we something might happen. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll pocket one of the dice. You do not know where Langley is, but for some reason, it sounds super, super familiar to you. Like something you recently discovered. We have the map. Oh what my God, we do have say? the map. You're right. Um, oh, I was holding on to that. So I'll, I'll pull that out and look and see if I see Langley on the map. Yeah, you just see this unmarked bunker in the middle of like some nature reserve area that reads Langley Bunker. And you put two and two together and realize that this is an acrostic. The, your, his dad put an acrostic inside of this letter. So that's where, that's where dad is. Probably hiding in that bunker. Yeah. So there's tunnels on this map, right, that lead to the bunker. When you look at the map, you do notice that Langley Bunker is actually its own independent dot on the map. It's Darn. not like the service tunnels. It looks like it's just its own self-contained thing. We we just got to make sure that Sarah is like good to like if she like feels better and can can tolerate it like Yeah, would your dad know how to fix her up? Probably not, but like maybe there's something there that could help her. But we could, but if we can get Sarah at least into a state where she's like, okay, to start recovering, we could in theory leave her in the bunker where she would be totally safe from, you know, everybody until we figure out what's going on at the loop, right? Yeah. So we just need to be careful of infection. Like we don't want her leg to get any worse. Yeah. Clayton got a first aid kit in his room. I, I totally forgot. That's what we came out here to do. But Clayton did find it. Say one thing for Clayton. He gets things done. Yep. We get it done. Yep. When you're here, so your family. Let's go patch. Let's go patch Sarah up, uh, you know, so she's at least in good shape so we can transport her to this bunker. Hopefully, you know, Penelope would be willing to drive us. Yeah. Oh, Penelope. You all head downstairs into the kitchen and Penelope has the microwave going and she's like, I don't understand. When I put it in for three minutes, it's cold in the middle. But when I put it in for three minutes and one second, it's boiling lava hot. This makes no sense. Oh, Seems that's like the power of product. <laughs> that's the power of pocket hotties. These pocket hotties are uh -huh. bullshit. OK, what did, what did you find? Uh, So they didn't get dad. What do you mean? They didn't get dad. We found this letter. He left this letter. Um, He didn't mention you. So like, I guess I'm the favorite. Um, Like, sorry about that. But um, what letter? Uh, This guy right right here. And then I let them show the letter because I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. So Penelope, we found this letter that your dad left and in it, he hid a clue that he's in a bunker. And we also found this map in your dad's office that shows us exactly where the bunker is. We think he's hiding out there. Wait, what? No. And so she grabs a note from you and looks at it. She's like, Clayton, my name is right here. I'm listed right here. And she reads the note and she like stops for a second. You notice that her face falls a little and... She crumples the note up and she just hands it back to you, Wesley. And she kind of like turns away and she's like, I, where you found, how did you figure out Bunker? Well, if, you, I don't well if you didn't crumple up the piece of paper, we could have showed you our work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I point out uh, the letters at the beginning of each sentence to her and walk her through that uh, hidden message. Penelope puts her hand out and like puts her hand on your wrist and kind of pushes the note away. And she's like, just, just explain it to me. 
Okay, so basically he's hiding in a bunker, and we're thinking we we can't take Sarah anywhere else, so I think we should patch her up the best we can here, and then we can take her to the bunker and hide her there until things kind of blow over, you know, until we can figure more things out. Would you, would you be willing to drive us there? <sighs> yeah, sure. Um, why not? I clearly have nothing better going on with my time. Um, sure. Okay, so she opens up the uh, microwave. She hands the pocket hottie to Sarah, who looks, like, much better. Like, she looks like, now that she's got, like, nutrients in her system, there's, like, some color added back to her skin. She's not looking worse for the wear. But that that leg wound is looking pretty bad. Clayton, you said you kind of know how to dress something like this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, let me me see it, Sarah. I can can patch it up. Okay, I'm going to say roll for lead. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm also going to use my extra dice on this. Go for it. Oh, thank goodness for that extra dice, because I got one six. (laughs) Okay, so with one six, you end up dressing the wound, and you actually patch it up, and it looks pretty professionally done. Like, you've you've managed to... Why don't you explain to yeah. me, because you're better at this than I am, what I don't you know do what you're to talking this open about. leg wound. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything about medical stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so so Clayton just, like, gets his hand, just cracks them, like, like he's about to get to work. And he uh, grabs gloves, because, you know, he looks at everyone, he's like, you got to practice uh, precautions here. You know, you can't can't spread them bloodborne pathogens and so he puts his gloves on and then he starts cleaning up the wound with some alcohol and some gauze uh sterile gauze i might add yeah and so he goes and it cleans the wound up and then he uh gets another like non-adherent pad and like kind of covers the wound well he grabs some neosporin out of there definitely neosporin that's been like that's expired though you know because like you know the first aid kits are the one of those things you never use for years and they're always expired so he puts the neosporin that expired probably about a year ago um on the non-adherent pad and puts it on there and then he does the like power flex flexi wrap around the wound Sarah's like wow Clayton you're you're kind of good at this. Have you ever thought about like being a nurse or something? No, no, I couldn't do that. Oh, okay, well, th- <laughs> thanks, Clayton. That that means my a lot. My heart's my heart's in the climb. Um, and so it's the climb. The, <laughs> so the microwave goes off again, and Frankie suddenly, like his eyes look as if they widen, and he's like, "Guys, I'm still sensing a radio frequency." Uh oh. That means someone might have come back. We need to get out of here. Um, can I check the windows and see if there's any vans or people outside or anything sus? Yeah, as you walk up to the front door, you start hearing voices from outside slowly approaching the house. Oh, we gotta go. We oh, gotta we go, gotta boys. Go, guys, we gotta go. <laughs> uh, out the back, out the back. Roll for sneak. I'm going to have to use my one extra dice because otherwise I'm not going to be able to do nothing. I'm going to use my extra dice too. Mm, here's hoping one of you guys rolls an extra six for me. Not an extra. I got one for me, but I didn't get an extra. I only have one dice because I'm using <laughs> oh my, my extra. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> luck point, luck point, luck point. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. Who succeeded? Only, only Wesley. So, Wesley, you are able to run out the back door, but before anyone else is able to make their way over there, the front door opens and two people walk inside and you hear one of them 
muttering, all units be advised, possible location of fugitives inside the Godwin residence, uh, requesting backup for possible resistance. I, uh... <laughs> Do I see them, or are they, have they not seen me yet? You, so they have walked through the front door, and they are in the front of the house. You are in the back of the house in, like, the living room kitchen area. So there's a <laughs> hallway that you can kind of, like look down right to the front yeah, door but yeah, you can't yeah. you're not by that hallway okay I look, I look at john okay can we can we establish that uh two we established two things here so one is like is it just me and john and then or is it like me john frankie uh zippy and sarah it's, it's every it's everybody except for okay. wesley <clears throat> okay oh, man i look at john and i'm like john I need you to get them out of here as fast as possible. I am going to make a distraction. And uh, Clayton, Clayton's holding his pocket hottie because he knows that <laughs> he knows that Penel or he knows that Penelope knows that he likes his pocket hottie at 302 uh, minutes code. So it is like lava scorching um, hot, like scorching hot, but not in his hand because it's not hot on the outside. Yeah. It's only yeah. hot on the inside. And so he's going to take it and he's going to chuck it at one. of the, Like he's going to go into the hallway and chuck it at one of the guards. And I look at Clayton and be like, Clayton, no, what are you doing? <laughs> get him out, get him out. <laughs> and I'm chucking it. Roll for f- force <laughs> we rolled two sixes nice. Please roll, enhance the scene. Ro- would yeah, you like to we're enhancing the scene how could he possibly enhance that any further we're, we're enhancing the, no no i know how it's enhancing it it's, it's, i'm hoping he enhances it to the point that we can get out safely yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm hoping for yeah yeah clayton like comes out the corner and then just chucks it so the pocket hottie flies through the air and leaves the sleeve and pelts the guard in the face and it explodes and all of this sauce that is steaming like fl- <laughs> like just gets coated all over his face and he screams in agony and the scream scares the guard behind him so much that he turns around and just fires his weapon oh. into the guard oh and the guard God. falls over. And he like sits there. He's like, shit. And then he runs out the front door. <laughs> oh, my God. John, we got to go. We got to go let's now. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and I, I sprint out. And that is where we will end our episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Dear Lord. Wesley, Wesley is just running away. And <laughs> and here's the gunshot. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, my he God. He thinks everybody's behind him. And he's like. Oh, guys, we made it out of light. And as he's turning around, he just hears a gunshot. And he just sees Clayton running like, we got to go. We got to go, Wesley. Uh, oh, my God. Oh wow. God. Well, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that episode or any aspect of our podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. Reviews currently are the best way to support us. If you're looking for more ways to support us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Tales from the Group and on Twitter at TFTG Pod. And you can follow me on Twitch at Sir Valentinian. That's Sir Valentine. Drop the E at I-A-N. And you can follow me on Medium. I post stories there. It's medium.com forward slash at Dusty Tomes, spelled T-O-M-E-S. And our podcast art is by Haley Foster, and you can follow her on Instagram at 
Doodles by Red. We release episodes every other Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss Dumpy's Happy Hour, where you can get two little Dump Kids meals with a side of a pocket hottie for the price of one. <laughs> Dumpies, <laughs> when you're here, your family. <laughs> Until next time. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. And our podcast art is by Haley Foster, and you can follow her on Instagram at Doodles by Red. Sorry, can you do that again? But th- this time say, my wife. My, my wife. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and axe the Borat <laughs> and, our, <laughs> and our podcast art is by my wife. <laughs> <laughs>